Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, August 8th. Ohioans are headed to the polls today in a vote that can have huge implications for abortion rights in the Buckeye State. There is a special election taking place in Ohio today, and even though abortion rights aren't literally on the ballot today, that is what this special election is all about. Issue one is the item on the ballot today, and it was proposed by the Republican-led state legislature. It's asking whether Ohio voters should be able to amend the Constitution with a simple majority vote or whether a constitutional amendment should require 60% at the ballot box in terms of approval in order to pass. Why, on a sleepy summer Tuesday in August, did Republicans arrange for this election? Well, they are hoping that they are able to successfully raise the threshold to get a constitutional amendment passed from 50% to 60%, Because the constitutional amendment on the ballot in November deals with abortion rights. Abortion rights advocates are looking to enshrine in the Ohio Constitution the protection of those rights. And Republicans have seen what has happened in places like Kansas or Michigan, where the support for such measures could get way up into the upper 50s but not necessarily break that higher bar of a 60% threshold. And if indeed they could change the rules of the game so that a 60% approval is required, perhaps they could defeat this attempt to enshrine abortion rights in the Ohio Constitution. That is what is going on here today. And tens of millions of dollars have been spent on both sides to battle this out. $26 million total in television ads ahead of this special election. The Democratic side of the equation has outspent the Republicans about $15.9 million to $10.7 million. And almost all of that Democratic money has come from one of the biggest overall ad spenders. One person, one vote shelled out $15.8 million to support the effort to keep the threshold at 50%. Take a listen to one of its ads. Issue one ends majority rule in Ohio, undermining the sacred principle of one person, one vote. Special interests spent millions lobbying corrupt politicians to call a special election this August, hoping no one would notice, all to give them more power and control. And Protect Women Ohio is the biggest spender on the Republican side. Listen, voting yes on issue one is critical. It's going to make it harder for a lot of these radical groups to come into our state and make changes to our Constitution. We raise that bar to 60 percent. It protects our foundational document here in the state of Ohio. This, as CNN has just released a brand new exclusive national poll conducted by SSRS, giving us insight into the staying power and potency of the abortion issue in our politics. Nationally, roughly two-thirds of Americans in this poll remain opposed to the Dobbs decision, the one that overturned 50 years of precedent of Roe versus Wade. 64% say in the poll they disapprove of the Dobbs decision, with half of Americans saying they strongly disapprove 
So there's some passion there on the disapproval side. And what's amazing is that's largely consistent with what we saw in our polling a year ago in the immediate aftermath of the Dobbs decision. We also see an uptick among Democrats and independents specifically of the issue of abortion becoming a bit of a litmus test. It has become more important over the last year for those Democrats and independents to choose a candidate that they would vote for based on whether or not they share their views on abortion. So that gets at the potency of the issue for voters. As for Republicans, there is a bit of silver lining a bit in this poll, which is to say so many of the efforts we've seen from pro-life groups, the anti-abortion rights groups that are very active on the right, has been to hold candidates' feet to the fire, especially presidential candidates running for the Republican nomination, that they would support a nationwide ban. And whether that's a 15-week ban or a six-week ban, there are debates about that. But many Republicans, aware that nearly two-thirds of Americans are opposed to the Dobbs decision, say, hey, this should just be left up to the states. This should be handled at the states. But these anti-abortion rights groups are very adamant to not just leave it up to the states, that there is a role for the federal government. And they are getting a larger hearing from folks on their side. Last year, 20% of those who approve of the Dobbs decision said that instead of leaving it up to the states, they'd like to see politicians try for a nationwide ban. That number is now up to 34% among those Dobbs decision approvers. So a Republican anti-abortion rights crowd, they are now even more interested in seeing a nationwide ban, which is going to continue to paint these Republican presidential candidates into a corner and one that is largely unpopular with the broad American public. That is their conundrum. Obviously, we saw in places last year like Kansas, a red state, Kentucky, in very purple battleground Michigan, we saw voters at the polls continue to vote on this issue in a way that supports abortion rights and looks to protect abortion rights. We've seen, not at the voter level, but at the state legislative level, we've seen in some red states, some legislation make it through that restricts abortion rights, like the six-week ban signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida. But Democrats are convinced that this issue continues to play in their favor. And so if indeed this issue one is defeated in Ohio, and if indeed in the fall, Ohio voters protect abortion rights in their constitution, you could be sure to look in 2024 for other places where Democrats are going to be eager to try and get abortion rights on the ballot. As I said, Republicans, especially presidential candidates, have been painted into a bit of a corner. And we've seen the likes of Nikki Haley and Tim Scott and Ron DeSantis, even Donald Trump, be all over the place. Maybe only Mike Pence has been truly consistent in his ideological position here. He is very much in favor of a nationwide ban on abortion. Here's a smattering of how some of those candidates have addressed this topic in recent months. I don't judge anyone for being pro-choice any more than I want them to judge me for being pro-life. Every Republican candidate for president should support a ban on abortion before 15 weeks as a minimum nationwide standard. I would start the conversation with a limit of 15 weeks and then try my best to win the hearts and minds of the American people to get it any, any more conservative. That was former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, former Vice President Mike Pence, and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Here's how frontrunner Donald Trump approached the issue at the CNN town hall he did back in May. 
I'm you looking at a solution that's going to work. Very complex issue for the country. Uh, you have people on both sides of an issue. But we are now in a very strong position, pro-life people are in a strong position to make a deal that's going to be good and going to be satisfactory for them. There is little doubt that you will continue to see Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all their Democratic surrogates as we enter this campaign season try and keep this issue very much front and center. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.